This is the Education Exchange with Paul Peterson. I am the senior editor at Education Next. Thank you for joining us. In most states, Catholic schools have witnessed a serious decline in student enrollment over the past decade. Enrollments are down 24% in Massachusetts, 31% in New York, 12% in California, and 25% in Pennsylvania. Nationwide, Catholic enrollment in pre-K to 12 schools has fallen from around 2 million students to just less than 1.7 million, a decline of 300,000 students over the course of the decade. But not in Florida. Alone among the larger states with sizable numbers of Catholic schools, enrollment in Florida is up by 4% over the decade. Now, admittedly, that's not a fantastic increase, but it beats every other state except, I think, for South Carolina, and it really has reversed a direction that has yet to happen elsewhere. So the question I have for us all today is, what's happening in Florida? Why are things different there? And it's all prompted by a just-released study, which is where I got these facts, this, this study has been prepared by Lauren May and her two co-authors at a, an organization called Step Up for Students. It's a school choice organization in Florida. And I'm very pleased to have Lauren May with me on the Education Exchange today. So thank you, Lauren, for joining me. Thanks for having me. Well, Lauren, I found your study really quite intriguing. But let's begin with the larger story here that the enrollment in Catholic schools across the country has not been what a lot of Catholic people would like to have seen. So why are enrollments, why have they been declining nationwide? Well, Paul, if I had that answer, I'd probably be really rich because that's what everybody wants to know. But I can tell you there's a lot of speculation and some ideas about possibilities. I think one reason that a lot of our Catholic schools across the nation are seeing a decline in enrollment is that parents are seeking other options. As you are probably aware, many more families than ever before are beginning to homeschool. So we're seeing some of our families that might have typically decided to enroll their child in a Catholic school deciding to go the homeschool route. Another big sector of choice that has come across many states in America are charter schools. So some of the families that might have formerly had their child in a Catholic school are seeing um, some different types of innovation or options in the charter schools in which they don't have to pay. And then, of course, in this world's economy, it's really challenging for families to find the money to pay tuition for their children to attend a Catholic school. Well, I've noticed that the cost of education at the Catholic school has gone up a lot. Actually, I know this personally because uh, I have two grandchildren at a Catholic school, and one just entered high school, and that was the sticker price on that was a little bit, uh, you know, I used to think, oh, $5,000 will get you a Catholic education, but oh, no, that's it's nothing like that. Everybody's got to pitch in and help. So um, what... Why is the price of a Catholic education going up so dramatically? When Catholic schools were founded over 100 years ago, most of the educators in the Catholic schools were, were members of, the, of a religious community. So it might have been a nun, a sister, or, or even priests, deacons, and brothers have been the longtime educators in our Catholic schools. And they always took vows of, of poverty. 
Yes, we, and they have to say we will be we will be poor our entire life so that we can teach little children. That was right, and the, and truly, that was their vocation was to be an educator, and they did not do it for the money because that that's their vocation is to is to educate um, regardless of the pay. And now um, that we have fewer and fewer and fewer religious members teaching in our schools, our lay um, people in society, our non-religious members, they have to be paid an equitable wage. So that's been the biggest um, challenge for our schools is finding a way to pay um, equitably, pay their staff an equitable salary, and still keep the cost of education down. Now, I will tell you the cost of a Catholic education is much lower than um, what it costs to educate a child in a a district or public school, Um, but it is going up compared to what it was many years ago. Yeah, but of course, a public school is being paid for by the public, and the charter school is being paid for by the public, not by the person who's sending their child to that school. So a parent sort of, and I, I've seen this in practice, a parent looks out the door and they say, look, at, I can send this child to school free for nothing, and if it's a charter school, it might not be that bad a school, or I can pay, you know, 10, 20, whatever, to send my child to uh, Catholic school, I can't afford to send my child to a Catholic school. Isn't that what's really going on here? Yeah, we're seeing that more and more um, really across the nation. And it's and it's sad because I think many parents do would still like to put their child in a Catholic school, but they just don't have the ability in today's economy. Well, some people say, no, that's not necessarily the whole story. The Catholic Church had a tremendous scandal uh, at the turn of the century, and uh, there's a uh, you know a lot of the accusations of sex abuse and so forth, and a lot of lawsuits that left uh, a lot of uh, parishes uh, you know short on cash, and a lot of the contributions that came from the church itself no longer were available. So, how important do you think that plays that story plays in this big picture? Honestly, I think um, parents are going to try to always make the best choice they can for where their child's going to be educated. And what we're seeing, at least in Florida, is that when you when parents have the option and have the ability to receive scholarship money to help pay for that, it makes a difference. I think if the scandal was truly a problem for enrollment and affecting it, you wouldn't see growth in any of our schools. But we're seeing growth in some states, specifically in Florida, which is the largest state where we're seeing growth. So um, while that might be a contributing factor for some families, I don't think it's overall a a major part of the big picture. Well, the other story that's out there is that Catholics have moved to the suburbs. They used to be living in the central city. That's where the schools were originally built. That's where the Catholic Church was concentrated. It was the great institution for Catholic learning in the 19th century. But now the Catholic community has been absorbed into the larger society. It's no longer an especially disadvantaged population. Uh, people are more, you know, living suburban middle class lives, and there are not that many Catholic schools in suburbia. So how much of it is just the sort of natural process of being assimilated into you into the larger society? Um, that's a great question, and it's it's hard to know exactly. I do think convenience plays a big factor when you're looking at where your child's going to attend school, but ultimately, 
Um, we, we have parents, I know parents here where I live in Jacksonville, Florida, that will travel 45 minutes to get to the Catholic high school. So I think if it's a good school, families will go there regardless of how far it is away from the, where they live. Well, I think that's certainly true, but, um, uh, but let's look at the Florida exception. So the Florida is exceptional in part because it's got the tax credit scholarship program the program that Step Up for Students, which is the organization you're associated with, plays such a major role in making sure that the money is allocated out to families uh, appropriately. So um, how important do you think the tax credit scholarship program is to the uh, sustaining of Catholic enrollments in Florida? I think it's a major factor. And I think anybody that's in Catholic education in Florida would agree with you because um, in, in July, a new bill uh, went into effect in Florida where, where really we have universal um, school choice. Anyone who has a child that's eligible for kindergarten through 12th grade is eligible for a scholarship of about $8,000 to help pay for the uh, to pay for their child's education in a private school, homeschool, or um, another option other than the in their normal um, district school. So I think you're seeing a huge benefit. And we have had choice in Florida for 20 years. And for the past year to two, 70% um, of families in Florida would, were eligible for a scholarship. So now we just got over the the last 30%, um, now 100% of families are eligible for this choice. And what we're seeing in Florida is that's affecting the ability for families to really make the best choice. And it doesn't, it, um, financial issues like, oh, I can't afford to pay the tuition doesn't sl slow a family down from saying, yes, I want them in that school. But people, the, the scholarship program has to be funded in order for it to work. And I know some people have to donate money to this tax credit program. And I know you get your money back from the government at the end of the tax year and so forth. But uh, isn't it um, uh, isn't there a limit to how much people are willing to contribute to the tax credit fellowship program? And isn't that going to place some limits on its size? So that's a great question. Yes, um, we raise about 600 to $700 million a year for the Florida Tax Credit Scholarship. And we've found in Florida, we've we've kind of started to hit that ceiling where there's not that many more large corporations that are going to donate and then um, for that tax write-off. So what we, in 2018, um, Governor Ron DeSantis created the Family Empowerment Scholarship, which is a scholarship um, that has the same eligibility qualifications as the Florida Tax Credit Scholarship, but it's actually funded through the Florida Education Finance Plan or the public school pot of money in the state budget. So um, we had a wait list in 2018 for the Florida Tax Credit Scholarship, and that's when uh, the, the legislators decided, wow, we need to do something about this. We shouldn't have families who want their child in a different option and don't have the money to do it just because um, we've we've really hit the cap of how much money can be raised for the tax credit scholarship. So that's when the Family Empowerment Scholarship was created. And like I said, the funding for that comes right out of the state budget. So now, um, is this enrollment steadily increasing? How, how much, if you take those two programs together, how much has it been growing in the last, say, five years? Um, so we have almost doubled our enrollment in the past five years. And now this year, we're seeing uh, unbelievable numbers because so many families are now eligible. So um, last year, we gave we awarded about uh, one 
150,000 scholarships. And this year we're looking at more like 300 or even maybe 350,000 scholarships for the Florida tax credit and family empowerment. So it's it's um, growing very quickly. Um, there's obviously a need for it. Families are interested in it and families want their children to be in the educational setting that best meets their needs. So it, as I understand that it, it, the maximum is $8,000, what is sort of the average fellowship that's being given out to help people if uh, they want to go to a private school? So this year in Florida, the average is about $7,700. So it can range between 7,000 to maybe 8,500, depending on what the age of your child is and the county in which they live. So now how far does that go to paying the bill? Uh, is your typical elementary Catholic school 8,000 or 10,000 or what, what do you think it is in Florida? So Catholic school tuition in Florida varies based on location because um, the cost of living is much um, higher in certain parts of the state like Miami, but it can range anywhere between $6,000 and $10,000 for the elementary education. And our high schools can range anywhere between about $10,000 and $20,000. And again, it just depends on what part of the state they're in. So I'm always concerned about high school education because I really believe the biggest problem in American education is in the high school. I think the elementary schools are could be better. They could, you know, but it's it's to me that's the high school. So how many students in, are attending Catholic high schools in Florida? Oh, that's a really good question. I don't know if I have the exact number, but um, it doesn't have to be the right number. But maybe the percentages are yeah. sort of a guess. I would say um, there are probably at least ten thousand kids in our Catholic high schools in Florida, but probably a little bit more, maybe maybe up to twenty. Um, it's it's just hard. I don't know the number exactly. I'm sorry. Well, but could that be a major growth area? Because if you're going to have this now generally available to all families, and I know that a high school education is much more expensive than an elementary education because you got to provide for all these extra services and you've got sports facilities and you've got um, specialized courses. And, you know, that's a, all a very expensive operation. So the price tag can get into the 20s and 30s. So a scholarship like this could really make a big difference to a family at a high school level. Do you expect a big expansion there? Um, I think we could see a big expansion. One of the things that I know our superintendents and bishops are talking about is where are these kids going to go? Because a lot of our Catholic high schools in Florida are full um, and have waiting lists. So they're probably, we're going to have to see some growth um, in our schools, which I think is is probably inevitable and going to be happening soon to be able to serve more students who are interested in um, the choice. Well, you sort of suggest in your report that it's not just the fact that the money is now available in ways that it wasn't in the past, you're also suggesting that some Florida Catholic schools are really adapting to the new world and are trying to reach out to new populations. What do you see as some of the special things that Florida Catholic schools are doing to reach a broader population? So we're seeing a lot of innovation in our schools in Florida, which I think is really exciting. So we've seen some of our schools become STREAM schools. So STREAM stands for science, technology, religion, engineering, arts, and math. And there's a new accreditation that you can receive through the Florida Catholic Conference. They're the group that 
that um, gives the accreditation for all the Catholic schools in Florida. Um, so we're seeing schools do become stream schools. We're seeing classical education coming around. Um, some of our schools are focusing on that classical type of education. We're seeing um, some smaller schools um, be built. We're seeing bigger schools. We're seeing schools expand. So we're seeing lots of different um, types of education coming out. There's a there's a school in Orlando that's quite interesting and they're doing a bilingual program. Um, so lots of different things that are happening in our schools because our parents are saying, we wanna come here, but we wanna see this and our schools are responding, which is really exciting. Well, you know, in Oklahoma, they're talking about a Catholic charter school that mm -hmm. with the new um, decision by the Supreme Court that came out of, of Maine, the Macon case, I think it's called, they, they are saying, okay, actually, you can have public schools that are have a religious identification. Uh, you see anything like that as a possibility in Florida? I think um, in Florida, we have so much choice with the scholarship program. What I think we'll continue to see is our, our scholarship program, which is, is really an educational savings account. We're going to continue to see the options for ways you can spend those dollars expanding, I think, um, to meet the innovation that we're seeing across the state. We do have a virtual um, Catholic school here in Florida. It's called Archdiocese of Miami Virtual School. They service students all across the nation, actually, but there's a lot of them. They're primarily, a lot of their families are in Florida. And so um, they're able, families are able to actually purchase classes from them through the through the educational savings account and pay for those classes with their scholarship dollars. Well, the Florida educational system is one of the most dynamic in the United States. It's been that way since the days of Jeb Bush, who I always regard as a as a personal friend. And and he's uh, celebrating and they must be enjoying seeing uh, other governors and other legislators building on what he started so many years ago. But to what extent is this really being driven by just population growth that Florida's attracting people. More people are coming to Florida. There's less opposition to new schools when there's so much trouble just accommodating any child that's coming into the state. Uh, that's a great question. And that is something that we considered. So probably the population growth is contributing somewhat to the enrollment um, increases in Florida. But if you look at other states, the, the biggest state, the state that has grown the most due to population growth is Texas. And their Catholic schools, unfortunately, have not grown over the past 10 years. They, they have um, gone down by about 18% of students. So you could say that it could be a, a contributing factor, but I don't think it's the factor because because you do see states who are also seeing that um, population growth whose Catholic schools are not um, expanding. Well, Lauren, I must have missed something. Tell me what is some a key fact in your report that really your our listeners would want to learn. I think one of the most interesting things about um, this report is, is the section on diversity. So uh, in Florida, we found that our Catholic schools are just a tick above a little bit more diverse than our public schools here in the state. Obviously, we serve a lot of um, black and brown students in our Catholic schools. And to me, that means a lot. And the other thing that's really increased significantly over the past um, several years is the number of students that we're serving with disabilities. So our schools have, our families have come to the schools and said, I have a child that may need some accommodations. Are you willing to 
meet their needs. Our schools have said yes. They've welcomed those families in. They've welcomed those students in. And now the students are succeeding. And so I think those, to me, that was two of the most interesting parts of the paper um, that really you might not think or know unless you read it. So a lot of people make that criticism of Catholic schools is that they pick and choose. They admit the students who are studious and want to learn and so forth, but they don't really take on the challenging cases. Do you think that's not quite accurate? I think in Florida, we're seeing our schools respond to the needs of the families. And um, you're really seeing the schools go back to the teaching of the church, which is the parents are the first and best educators of their children, and they deserve the right. They should be the ones deciding where is my child going to be educated? How are they going to be educated? So what you're seeing is a lot of partnerships between school and family that I think is making our schools even stronger, and that's attracting even more families. So you mentioned homeschooling early on in the conversation. How fast is the homeschooling sector growing in Florida? And to what extent do you see Catholic families participating in this? Or would they rather have their child go to a church-connected school than to take on the task themselves? Yes, um, we're seeing a lot of growth in the homeschooling um choice in, in Florida, and especially we've traditionally, Catholic, a lot of Catholic families have homeschooled and all across the nation. Um, and so you're seeing some families choose homeschooling um, rather than a regular typical school. But one story that's kind of interesting, there's a family who homeschools their, their daughter, she has autism um, in Ocala, and while they homeschool her, the Catholic high school allows her to come and participate in the, in the band classes at the school and she participates in the band after school. And so the family pays a little bit of money to cover the cost for their daughter to participate on almost like a part-time basis in the classes that she um, would meet her needs. So that's kind of an interesting thing I think we're going to see more and more of is families coming and saying, could I come for this class? Could we do this? What do you think about that? And our schools will hopefully respond. Well, the education savings account idea, which allows for more flexibility and the use of funds may facilitate that, wouldn't you say? Correct. Yeah. Hopefully it will. Yeah. So um, now how you sound optimistic. You, you, I think you feel like at least in Florida, the, um, the world is getting better for Catholic education. But let's talk about the country as a whole. These these uh, statistics that uh, I began with were, were really quite disturbing uh, if you're a Catholic educator. And so do you think that what's being learned in Florida can actually be applied more generally? That is the hope. Um, that's why we wrote this paper. So I hope you all will um, read it and think about how do, how do the findings from Florida, how can you use them in other parts of the country? Because ultimately, um, Florida has been a pace setter for many years in the school choice world, um, but what we would like to see is, is all families all across the nation be able to have the choice to put their child in the best school, whether it be Catholic, charter, um, public, whatever that may be. So I think this paper shows that when schools work with families, when they um, are brave enough to be innovative, when they provide that choice, um, you're going to see a lot of options. But ultimately, if this in the states that do have choice, and as you mentioned um, earlier, a lot of our states have received uh, 
universal school choice or some type of school choice this in the past two or three years. So that's what I think will be really interesting to see in those states. Do our Catholic school enrollment numbers start to increase like they have in Florida? Or is that going to take a couple years for the schools and the families to work together and find a way to make it work? Um, hopefully it won't, because I want every family to be able to have access to the education that meets their child's needs in the best way possible. Well, thank you, Lauren, for joining me on the Education Exchange. Thank you so much. I've been speaking with Lauren May, Director of Advocacy at Step Up for Students in Florida. She's co-author of a new report entitled Why Catholic Schools in Florida Are Growing. I am Paul Peterson. This is the Education Exchange. Please join me for a new podcast released on the Education Next website every Monday at noon Eastern time.